And it's time for All Things Gardening with Charlie Nardozzi, brought to you by Gardener Supply and Vermont Victory Greenhouses. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Mary. Well, in the past, you you know that I've been known to go sneak some branches and fronds of pine trees from my neighbor's trees. Um, but you have a much more wholesome memory of gathering holiday decorations and uh, and uh, share that with us. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, when I was a kid growing up in Connecticut, my mom would always send me and my brothers out into our grandfather's forest where there is a whole bunch of mountain laurel growing as an understory plant. And she would want us to pick a bunch of the sprigs. Of course, we didn't have pruners. We just snapped them off as kids would do and bring them back and she had this big brick planter box that was part of the brick house we had and she every year would put those sprigs in there of the mountain laurel and then throw in some red holly berries and that would be a holiday decoration as well as a winter decoration too and I got thinking about that and thinking why don't we do more outdoor winter containers because there's a lot of plants that can look very decorative outside our home in a pot and it'll look beautiful right through the winter. So I thought we'd talk about some of the plants you can use. Broadleaf evergreens such as that mountain laurel are perfect and Pieris is another one. Those two plants are a little tender so probably going to grow better in the valley areas of our region. Um, but if you have rhododendrons, the evergreen rhododendrons are beautiful. They grow all over the place. And euonymus, too, will be nice ones that will add some nice color and texture. Uh, speaking of texture, you can always use needled evergreen, evergreens, the spruces, the balsams, the pines, add a nice uh, feel to that container. And, of course, some holly berries of various different types and, and shapes and colors are nice. And finally, there's some beautiful winter coloring on the bark of many shrubs and trees. And you can take some cuttings from those. Could be red or yellow twig dogwoods or even the new growth on willow trees. Hence, they have kind of a nice orange color to it. So by mixing and matching all these different colors and textures into a container, and you can use any container. Probably the best one would be a large one like a half whiskey or wine barrel. Uh, of course, it has some potting soil in it, but you don't have to keep it watered, obviously, or anything of that nature. Just uh, thick enough so that you can put the, the twigs in there. Um, and it'll stay all winter long, have some snow on it, look really beautiful. And by spring, then you can start all over with your regular flowers. I remember, too, last year you mentioned to not put it in like or maybe add water to it if it's in like a terracotta pot because that could crack. Yeah, that's a good point. It probably would be better if you get that rubberized plastic pots that you often see, you know, the more heavy-duty ones. Uh, those will be less likely to expand and contract and crack. Um, certainly don't want to use ceramic or clay pots. Got it. Okay. Here's a question from Paige who wrote in after we were talking about poinsettia flowers. Paige says, when I want to keep the foil, the decorative foil, like on the poinsettia, I just cut out a circle on the bottom of the foil, then set the plastic pot in a saucer. And that frees up the drainage holes, but leaves the festive foil. Paige, that's a brilliant idea. Uh, there's always great fixes, and that's an, a nice one. So if you like the colorful foil and you want to keep it, but you want to make sure your poinsettia drains well, cut the whole bottom out, put it on a drip tray, and you're ready to go. If you've got questions or cool tips about gardening, then send them to us, vermontpublic.org. Search for all things gardening and submit your question in the post. Thanks, Charlie. You're welcome, Mary, and I'll be seeing you in the garden.